This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Cardinal fans. I'm Ozzie Smith. Smith courts one into right down the line. It may go. You're listening to the Cardinals Insider Podcast. Go crazy, folks. Here's your host, Brent McMillan. Welcome to the program. It is the June 18th edition of the Cardinals Insider Podcast. What are we on here? I think episode 14 for the 2019 season, third season that we've done this. And I'm excited about today's guest because it's Bill DeWitt III, president of the St. Louis Cardinals. And he is talking a little bit about baseball history, but within the context of his family's collecting history. If you don't know, the DeWitt family, while being the majority owner and operator of the St. Louis Cardinals, they are also one of the most prolific baseball memorabilia collectors in the entire world. They have one of the uh, deepest and, and most widely renowned collections of baseball memorabilia anywhere. And that predates even when they bought back into the Cardinals in 1996. They have been involved in keeping up with the game and its history through collecting for a long, long time. Now, part of that is because Bill DeWitt III is the third generation of people involved in baseball, specifically here in St. Louis. He, of course, is the president as we speak. His father, Bill DeWitt Jr., is the chairman of the St. Louis Cardinals, our CEO as well. And his father, so Bill DeWitt III's grandfather, Bill DeWitt Sr., was at one point the general manager of the old American League St. Louis Browns, and he helped Branch Rickey set up the farm system with the St. Louis Cardinals. You will hear a little bit about that in just a moment. This interview was conducted in Bill DeWitt III's office. Uh, it was a couple months ago at this point, but just wanted to talk about his family collecting history. We also wanted to use some of it for a television story, but we're in his office here at Bush Stadium. He's got many items up that relate both to the history of the franchise and his family's history of involvement in the game. He'll reference a few of the items. Tobacco cards are some of the things that we talk about. Nowadays, if you get baseball cards, there might be a piece of bubble gum, although I don't think they really even do that anymore. Maybe uh, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, there was a piece of bubble gum. And 20 or 30 years before that, uh, cards would have come with tobacco. Obviously, baseball cards do not come with tobacco anymore or bubble gum, but they are highly collectible. So we will talk about those early, almost turn of the century baseball cards that Bill DeWitt III has in his office. Also, a press pin collection. He's got several All-Star Game press pins. In fact, I think every single All-Star press pin ever made. And uh, I believe maybe there's some World Series ones up at his office, too. I know that I believe they do have a, a nice collection in the family of those. However, I don't know if they're here at Bush Stadium. If you've come to a suite here, whether it's the Legends Club or maybe the Champions Club or anywhere else, a private suite, you've probably seen 
either reproductions or original works that the DeWitt family collects. They have a lot of different items that they've placed throughout the ballpark, kind of a connection to their family. In fact, the Redbird Club on level three, the wallpaper in there, it's green wallpaper, but it's got old-time baseball cards on it. Those are scans that have been enlarged of some of the actual tobacco cards that we're going to talk about in this interview. So next time that you walk through there, the Redbird Club on level three, you can take a look at that. Uh, so really, the DeWitt family, big-time Cardinal fans, even though they're the Cardinal owner. I think that that's something you can't take for granted. They really love the game, and they love the franchise, and they love the history, and they happen to own and operate the team, which makes for a great working environment for everybody here and also makes for a really neat connection that they have to both the franchise and the city. So we spend a little time talking about what it is they enjoy with baseball collecting, that is with Bill DeWitt III, in just a moment. Before we dive into that, big congratulations, by the way, to the St. Louis Blues. I think since we last talked, they have won the Stanley Cup and held a big party here in downtown St. Louis. So neat to see. We are so excited for our friends down the street as they capture their first Stanley Cup championship. And we're going to get in on a little of that fun. As the Cardinals host the A's on Wednesday, June 26th, and that night, 20,000 fans ages 16 and older will take home a glorious T-shirt, courtesy of TD Ameritrade. This T-shirt celebrates the historic postseason run of those St. Louis Blues and features Yadier Molina in his One Nation attire. Tickets at cardinals.com promotions. Yadi is a huge Blues fan. He's been repping the Blue Note here throughout the playoff run, and this T-shirt has him in his One Nation shirt. On the front, it says, Let's Go Blues. What a cool item. Our promo department really hit it out of the park with this one. You're going to want one. You should show up. Cardinals A's, June 26, 20,000 fans, 16 and older. Pick up that shirt here later in the homestand. All right, it's myself and Bill DeWitt III talking about the DeWitt family collection. We'll talk to you on the other side from here at the studio. But right now, we hope that you enjoy Bill DeWitt III, president of the Cardinals, on the Cardinals Insider Podcast. Well, the first question is, how far back does collecting go in the family baseball history? Well, I think it was almost more by default that when I was growing up, there were just things laying around or on desks or hanging on walls that um, kind of paid tribute to my grandfather's career in baseball, which really started over 100 years ago. Um, selling soda at Sportsman's Park. And then he got in with Branch Rickey and did a bunch of things for him and was with the Cardinals for about 20 years, including um, helping Branch Rickey set up the farm system for the car- those great Cardinals teams and then um, being the team treasurer for, for a while as well. So, you know, growing up, there were some of those things on the wall that were part of that era. And so I think it, it really just started with his, you know, the, the arc of his career. Like you said, it was always around, but do you remember a time where there was maybe an object or an experience within the game where the history of the game really became something you realized mattered to you? Yeah, I think it was, um, I remember being a little kid and sort of walking into my grandfather's home office and he had a bunch of stuff on his desk. There was a, like some baseball themed clock and, um, you know, and then he had these press pins on the wall where he had framed them up. And of course, press pins are um, sort of well-known collectibles because 
uh, it started back in, in 1911 when um, members of the press would need something to show uh, they had a credential to the press box. And so they started making these elaborate pins with ribbons on them and, and it would indicate which World Series you were at. And uh, it became your badge of entry. You put it on your sport coat and, and that was it. Now, of course, it's credentials but uh, with the barcodes and all that stuff. But the tradition continues. And even this year, the um, World Series participants uh, made press pins. And it's just because of that great tradition that baseball keeps. And uh, I think people like to collect those. I know the logos and that part of the history are very important to you as it relates to our franchise. Are you still involved when we do make the World Series with the, the creation of our pin? Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that I've had a lot of fun with over the years, um, particularly since we've had a number of opportunities to get to the World Series. Uh, in our tenure, it's been four trips, and so those are four press pins that I got a hand in designing. So, uh, And then also when you get to the World Series, you're going to have a ring. It's either going to be a runner-up uh, pennant winning ring or a World Series ring, and we're two for two in our trips to the World Series. So. I've uh, helped design two medium ones and two large ones, and uh, that's been a lot of fun as well. Because you try to, for me, you know, the themes of um, the bird on the bat, the STL, uh, those are just timeless themes, and they work really great with either pins or jewelry. Hi, this is Brian Finch with the Cardinals Museum. Have you ever wanted to know what a ball player is thinking on the diamond? Where the thumb caught it, it gave it a tight spin. You see a, a circle K change up or a split mm -hmm. finger, it's got a distinct spin you can see. It doesn't look like a fastball. Mine looked like a fastball. That's Dave LaPointe during Flashback Friday at the Cardinals Museum. Flashback Friday is a free Q&A with stories from Cardinals alumni in an intimate setting. The event is free with admission to the Cardinals Museum. See the full schedule at cardinals.com slash museum. It's Flashback Friday before every Friday home game at the Cardinals Museum. So much franchise history, so much family history. So when you and your father decorate your office or your, your spaces in the ballpark, there's a lot to choose from. How do you guys pick what makes it on the walls at any given time and maybe what's across the street or back at home? Yeah, I think for us, the things in our office usually are a little bit more personal with a connection to the family history um, or some history that maybe we've made recently. Um, you know, for example, behind me is a jersey that um, Matt Carpenter wore in 2013, and I had it signed um, by all the team members, and it was, um, you know, he's number 13, it was 2013. We made it to the World Series that year. But more special for me was it's the Saturday uh, home jersey, which I also had a hand in, in designing and I'm pretty proud of the way that looks. And so that was the first year we did that one and it all came together in that jersey. Too bad we couldn't have won it all, but uh, pennant winner's pretty special still. There's tobacco cards across the office here. Those are kind of unique, especially the way that these look compared to maybe bubblegum cards now that kids are used to. Why are those significant to you? Well, the tobacco cards are famous um, I think everybody has a sense of what they look like based on, you know, those really colorful images and um, also the fact that the Honus Wagner card is sort of the, the mother of all baseball cards in, in historical lore. And so people know about that set because of the Honus Wagner card, which famously um, he didn't like smoking, didn't want his, his image used. And so, um, 
you know, there weren't as many made of, of his when he had finally said no more. So, and because that set was so popular back in 1911 and in, in sort of the subsequent decades of the early part of the 20th century, um, it was the Wagner card that made it even more tantalizing to try to complete a set because a lot of people did collect those cards. You had to buy a, a pack of cigarettes and then there'd be one in there. And everybody was kind of looking for the Wagner to fill, their, fill out their set and, and they weren't there to be found. But there were enough of them to create incredible value uh, for that particular card. So for me, I thought, well, these are great looking cards. Maybe I'll see if the Cardinal ones in that set are, are gettable. And it turns out that they're not really that expensive on a relative basis to some of these other uh, really old baseball memorabilia. And so you might be able to get one that might not, maybe it has a little damage in the back or um, it's maybe not perfectly centered uh, for a couple hundred dollars a card, something in that range. Except for, I think, Bottomley, who was a Hall of Famer, and then that one's, that one's higher, a little harder to get. But um, I enjoyed trying to complete that set of Cardinal cards in the, in the tobacco sets. And these ones over here, is that the one that came in the set with the Wagner, because I know there's a T205 and a T206. What are the ones that you display? Yeah, the ones in my office are the T206s. Um, uh, actually, no, I take that back. They're the T205s, because the Wagner is the T206. And um, so on the wall here are the T205s. But then at home, I have the, the Cardinal versions of the T206, which, you know, the Wagner card would fit right in if, if, if somebody were collecting those. This pennant is really neat and has something to do with your grandfather and his tenure. Tell us about that. Yeah, that was a, the logo back in the 30s. Um, as I mentioned, he was part of that, the organization in the 30s when they won those, uh, uh, they had those great uh, World Series winning teams in the, in the mid-30s. And I think that was probably 1934 or thereabouts, the Gas House Gang. Um, and I've seen those pop up with names that were... Um, familiar to the Gas House Gang crowd, and um, I didn't really know much about it, frankly, until we got back involved in the Cardinals, and we kind of remembered that we had it, and, and I thought, well, we better frame it up and, and have it come back home here uh, at Bush Stadium. So we, um, it's fun to have something that was part of his early career uh, with the Cardinals. One of the many things unique about our franchise is the museum and the Hall of Fame across the street. What does it mean to you and to the family to be able to display some of your personal items in your collection with all the Cardinal fans from across the Midwest that come through in a summer? Yeah, I mean, we're, that's one of the things I'm most proud about uh, that we've done here is, is to create the museum. Well, actually, we had a museum um, going pretty far back to the 60s. Uh, Stan Musial was very generous uh, shortly after he retired. and sort of kicked us off. But in the last, say, 15 to 20 years, we've really been aggressive about filling holes in the collection so that we can tell the great story of Cardinal Baseball. And so what you see over there now is really the best Cardinal collection bar none, and really probably one of the best baseball collections uh, this side of Cooperstown. For people that are working in the game, sometimes, you know, it's our job. It's what we do every day. So maybe some of some people say that fandom is different when you work in baseball. For you, does getting to collect kind of keep you connected to what you felt as a kid where this is not just something that I do as a profession and, and do it well, but something that 
I enjoy and connects me to the game throughout my life. Yeah, I think it's a way of, of for me, reminding myself of the great history. You know, because you can get, kind of get caught up in, you know, tomorrow's game or this team, this season's team or the issues you may be facing in the game today. But um, we also have a lot to celebrate in baseball. And so when something, when these action catalogs hit my desk, I always kind of peruse them and see if there's something there that's Cardinal related or even family baseball related. And um, it, it does kind of just trigger your memory or it makes you go do some research that you might um, not know about and you learn something new. So for me, it's almost more of an educational process when I look through what happens kind of randomly in the auction market, particularly as it relates to the Cardinals. And then last thing, all the items that you've ever pursued or that you have, do you have a favorite? I'm sure it's hard to pick, but one that, that stands out to you as your favorite? Well, I think it, it's hard to beat winning a world championship uh, if you're involved in baseball. And even for a fan, it's the ultimate experience as a fan. So for me, kind of getting to be able to play a role in the design of the uh, 06 and 2011 World Series rings, um, and then to just to have one of those with my name on it is, is pretty special. I'd say those are probably one and one A. And then um, going further back, you know, in terms of family history, I would have to say those press pins because what's cool about those is you know somebody wore that pin, and it might have been my grandfather, a lot of them he collected, uh, or it might have been somebody else. We had some gaps and we filled them through auctions and other memorabilia sales. But somebody wore that pin at that World Series game. And so not only are they um, visually interesting when they're all pulled together and they tell the story of, of the World Series participant teams, but they also kind of literally were there to see the action. So even though it's an inanimate object, um, it's been to many fun and interesting places, including those World Series games way back. Back in our Bush Stadium studio. Hope that you enjoyed that. I'm a baseball nerd. I love baseball history. And so I geek out on getting to have conversations like that, especially with people like Bill DeWitt III, who comes from a family, and he himself has uh, lived a lot of experiences within this game. And just getting to hear kind of about what it was like for him to grow up. I mean, that story of him in his grandfather's office, you think about that. I mean, there's two people from a family that have had a large impact on this franchise. And just that moment that we kind of get to step into there and he lets us in, I think that is super cool. So I hope that you enjoyed that as much as I did. I hope you also would enjoy Soccer Night. We are calling all soccer fans as Soccer Night returns to Bush Stadium on Wednesday, June 26th. Fans purchasing a special theme ticket will receive an exclusive long-sleeve Cardinals soccer jersey. Get your Soccer Night tickets at cardinals.com slash theme. You might be going, hey, earlier in the show you told me about the June T-shirt of the month on the 26th. Yes, so the, the June T-shirt of the month is the gate giveaway. The first 20,000 people with any ticket to the ballpark going to get that Yadier Molina Let's Go Blues shirt. If you have a theme ticket, you will also be able to collect the St. Louis Cardinals-themed soccer jersey. So if you have a theme ticket, 
you would go home with two shirts that night. So I think that's a really good bang for your buck if you wanted to come down and get the Yachty Let's Go Blue shirt and the Cardinals-themed soccer jersey. It's been fun hanging out as always. Shoot me an email, podcast with an S at cardinals.com. Listen to us, rate, review, subscribe anywhere that you get your podcast. We really do appreciate when you do that. And we'll be back with you next Tuesday in time for the drive home. For Bill DeWitt III, my name is Brett McMillan. Thanks so much for joining us on the Cardinals Insider Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.